Welcome to the Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It's a joy to have you with us today. Pastor Ed leads Fellowship Church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Today, our series, Shame Off You, concludes with a message titled, Unleashing Forgiveness. Examining the profound significance of forgiveness, Pastor Ed Young illuminates how it serves as the pivotal key to true freedom from the shackles of shame and guilt while fostering enduring meaningful relationships. This program is just a glimpse of what Pastor Ed has to offer. From global missions to his latest inspirational books and daily devotionals, there's something for everyone. You can find all of this and more at edyoung.com. And here's an exclusive offer for our listeners today. Download a free chapter of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain, at edyoung.com. With refreshing vulnerability and power, A Path Through Pain shares their family's journey from sorrow and anger to hope and healing after the tragic and sudden loss of their daughter. As they share their incredible perspective, they will inspire and equip you to believe that there is purpose in your pain, even if you can't see that purpose yet. Now, let's get into today's message titled, Unleashing Forgiveness. Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We've been talking about shame. What is shame? We talk about shame a lot in our culture. Shame is an emotion of disappointment with ourselves, others, and God. I was thinking and reflecting on my life as it relates to shame this past week. And like you, I've gone through seasons of shame. The first one that I can kind of remember had to do with my looks. I was young. I, in fact, was real young. I had a problem, you won't believe this, because of the mole on my forehead. I remembered that I would be like, Mom, I don't want the barber to cut my hair above the mole. Everyone can see the mole. I mean, I'm a kid. Insecurity. Shame. And I'm sure you have physical issues that you would like to change or week. The next one is kind of hard to talk about. It's my brother and I. One day we were, were staying at a condominium in another state because my father was speaking. So this local church brought in a babysitter and this woman invited her marine boyfriend fiance to stay and to babysit. This guy was a pedophile. And he tried to abuse, he came very close, sexually, my brother and I. I can still remember the fear, the angst of that situation, caught in that condo trying to evade this, this pervert. In fact, years later, I, I still had nightmares about the situation. This guy tracking us. Shame. Maybe you're like, Ed, I'm, 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 man, I'm tracking with you. I have been abused. I have been 
taken advantage of. I have some physical issue that, that I'm, I'm insecure about. Another season of shame, and this is kind of difficult to talk about, but I, but I want to, has to do with the tragic death of our daughter, Lee Beth. She died literally in my arms of alcohol, binge drinking, and Adderall. I had no idea what grief was like. It's mysterious, and some of you know what I'm talking about. In a weird way, this year has been more difficult than the first year. Just full disclosure. And I'm not trying to whine or complain, because God is good. But also, too, there's still anger, regret, which means to turn it over and over. That's what the word regret means. And there's still a lot of unanswered questions that I have about myself and about God. Why, why, why did you let that happen? I mean, I've written 17 books. Throughout my books, I've talked about marriage and family and quality time and quantity time and all of that. And again, I'm just going to tell you, every time I walk into Fellowship Church, especially on Sundays, I'm walking into shame because, man, I'm, I'm supposed to have it together. We're supposed to have the right perfect family, right? We don't. And you don't either. But that shame is real. I mean, Lee Beth used to sit right there every service. And I think about, man, Ed, you should have been a better father. Maybe you spoke too much. Maybe you were too soft or too critical. Or where, where did I mess up? And Lisa and I have these discussions a lot. But I think you get what I'm what I'm talking about. The reason I got a Doberman, I was pumping gas years ago by this busy intersection. It, it was one of those, you know, those fake gas stations. It's really a liquor store, but they have a couple of pumps out there. You know what I'm saying to you? So I'm just pumping gas and I see this guy, 50 something, you know, 50 something's how we run. You know what I'm saying? So, had this Doberman with him. They crossed the busy intersection. Then he walked right by me and took the leash and tied the Doberman to this park bench. I'm looking at the dog going, I'm gonna get a Doberman one day. And I was figuring out how to you know, present that to Lisa, you know, after maybe doing some chores around the house and kind of, honey, would you mind? You kind of just, and you know, guys, we talk higher when we want something from our wives. Would you mind if I looked at some Dobermans? Have you ever noticed that? When we talk to our wives, we talk high in a higher tone. It's weird, but we do. 
We do. Admit it. So, this Doberman, I don't know why he got startled. That was a good bark. I'm glad this is a two-way conversation. So, he got startled. I don't know what, you know, made him go crazy, but you saw the whites of his eyes, the teeth, and he takes off with such torque, rips the park bench, and this was even recorded in a newspaper back in the days when we had newspapers, when people read them, ripped the park bench out of the cement, and he's making a beeline toward the busy traffic. I'm going, oh no, I'm gonna see a collision of colossal proportions. This dog ran like Derrick Henry through a defensive line. I mean, stiff arming, I mean, doing the Heisman faking. He's slinging the bench, bam, into a Suburban. Bam, into, into a minivan. Total chaos. So I've gotta ask you, are, are you like that Doberman? Are, are you, are you slinging? Shame. I mean, specifically, who, who is sitting on your bench? Someone who abused you. An ex-spouse who betrayed you. Someone who literally stabbed you in the back on a business deal. Someone who stole from you a parent who was absent. Maybe one that was too demanding and too harsh. I, I'm gonna ask you who was sitting on your bench because God does not want us to be leashed up to unforgiveness, sin, guilt, and shame. Jesus told a story, a parable, if you will, about the unmerciful servant in Matthew chapter 18. What is mercy? Mercy is when we don't get what we deserve. Say that with me. When we don't get what we deserve. When I sin against you, and obviously this is true with God, I've created a debt between myself and God and between myself and you. A debt. Really? Yeah. That's what Jesus said. And some of us are like, okay, Ed, you don't get it, man. Someone owes me, bro or girl. Someone owes me. Dad, yeah, they come crawling back and they're gonna apologize to me. I am not going to release them. You got the wrong guy, the wrong girl. You have no idea the pain. You're right. I don't know. You don't know my pain either. Jesus does. The cross was the ultimate instrument of shame. Jesus took all of our shame, obviously our sin, our guilt, our shame. He experienced it so we could walk in freedom.
You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We're halfway through today's incredible message, Unleashing Forgiveness, and we hope it's been an inspirational part of your day. As we pause for a moment, we want to thank you for joining us and for your continued support. This ministry, focused on sharing the gospel, is possible because of listeners like you. As a token of our gratitude for supporting The Creative Connection, we have a special gift for you. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy of Pastor Ed and Lisa Young's newest book, A Path Through Pain. This is a powerful book they wrote after the sudden death of their oldest daughter, Lee Beth. They share profound truth that even in the darkest moments, pain and joy can coexist. To receive your free copy, visit edyoung.com. It's our way of saying thanks for your gift to help take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. And if today's message has touched your heart, consider supporting us. Your contributions, no matter the size, help us continue spreading God's word and bring hope to many. Visit edyoung.com to learn how you can make a difference. Now, let's continue with today's message. You are listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. Debt. D-E. B-T. What is debt? It's a debilitating existence begging for transformation. Let that settle in. When I'm in debt to God, others, or I think someone owes me, that's how I roll. So Jesus launches into this story, Matthew chapter 18, about debt about this guy who was unmerciful. Okay, this high roller had all these servants working for him. Let's say servant A, servant B, and servant C. He brings in the bean counters, you gotta have bean counters. Brings in a covey of lawyers, gotta have lawyers, don't you? And then he starts settling his accounts. Okay, 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 come on, come on, come on guys, let's go. Uh, sir, servant A owes you $10 million. That's what the lawyer says. And the accountant goes, no, 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 it's $10,053,000. Thanks. That was funny too. Bring servant A in. I'm sorry. I'll do anything to make it up. I'm good for the 10 million. This guy's a servant. It'd take him 100 lifetimes to pay it off. I'll pay it off, please. Because see, back then, you couldn't file for chapter 11 or chapter 13. They could sell you, your wife, your family down the river, put you in, in the chains. So this high roller's like, you know what? You know what I'm gonna do? I am going to forgive you. Debt is canceled. $10 million. And 53. Thank you. <laughs> it's gone. It's done. The note is burned. I forgive the debt. The debt is Canceled. Mercy 
is when we don't get what we deserved. Did servant A get what he deserved? No. I would say, no! $10 million? So the unmerciful servant, this is why we call him the unmerciful servant, after being forgiven, goes and finds somebody that owes him about $20, chokes him out, brings him to the prison, and then the high roller, the king of bling, finds out, and he opens up a can on servant A. Matthew 18, verses 32 and 34. When the master called the servant in, you wicked servant, he said, I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had, there's the word, mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured mm. until he should pay back all that he owed. And then we have verse 35. I call verse 35, dirty 35. I wish this was not in the Bible. Are you feeling me? Turn to your neighbor and say, I wish this wasn't in the Bible. I would like to rip this page out. But here we go. This is Jesus talking. People go, Jesus was so compassionate and loving. He's all about love. That's true. But he spoke the truth in love. Sometimes the truth hurts. This is how my heavenly father will treat each of you, me, you, unless you forgive your brother from your heart. That's nasty. That's dirty. Unleashing unforgiveness is uncomfortable. It's not easy. Everything in our world is made for forgiveness. It's uncomfortable. Not only is it uncomfortable, it is unusual. People just don't do it. I love to hear the pseudo-apology from these celebrities and athletes. They've committed some heinous crime. They've committed cosmic treason. <laughs> I want to apologize if I've offended you. And then all of the talking heads on all the sports networks, oh, was that incredible, man? He was so real. That Tom Brady, LeBron, they're so awesome. They did not apologize. That's not an apology. They're still in control. Oh, I'm sorry if I hurt you. In other words, you're an emotional basket case. No, real forgiveness is looking at someone in the eye. I am sorry. I was wrong. Will you forgive me? Man, that'll change some marriages right there. That'll change some businesses right there. That'll change some teams right there. Will you forgive me? Unleashing unforgiveness is unceasing. This is tough. 
This is deep, man. Never stops. It's also unemotional. Well, I'm just gonna wait, you know? I'm just gonna wait and when I feel it, I'm gonna, I will, I will forgive. I really will because I have the love of Jesus and compassion and I've been saved and I'm sanctified and justified. I'm just gonna wait and when I feel a quiver in my liver, then I'll forgive him or her. You will die, so will I, and decompose in this position, waiting. You will never. Never. No, 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 never, ever, ever feel it. And I've been in that position before. I'm gonna wait until I feel it. So, this is tough. God does not want us leashed up to unforgiveness. He wants to free you and me. We're made for freedom, not for bondage. We're made to cancel debt. God, you've canceled debt, and now I've gotta cancel the debt. Doesn't mean I have to like the person. Doesn't mean I have to vacation with the person. Doesn't mean I have to have coffee with the person. I release them, and watch this now. Forgiveness is more for the offended than the offender. Name your shame. Name your shame. Hey, let me, let me, let me uh, name drop. I went over to Hulk Hogan's house years ago and talked to him, and here's what Hulk Hogan said to me. Ed, there's no shame in our game, brother. Hmm. That's a, that's a good line, isn't it? No shame in our game. So we turn and we name the shame and more often than not, it comes back to a person. Own your shame. This is a shocker. Take responsibility. <laughs> because if you're like me, I, I really like to blame people on my bench. I do. I mean, I'm sure you're not that way. It's because of my uncle. It's because of the marine pedophile. It's because, God, you made this mole on my big honking forehead. It's because I failed as a parent. That's shameese. We need to say, like I've said many times, to the devil, no Comprende. God is chasing you down. You think you're chasing God? No, no, he's chasing you down. He's calling you by name. He's calling me by name. He's unleashing us right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Cancel the debt. Release insecurity, inadequacy, insufficiency, release the pain and the turmoil. Release it, release that coach, release that person, release that ex-spouse. Because the master led that Doberman to safety and to freedom. And that's what God has 
for you, my friend. Thanks for being with us today on The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We hope this message titled Unleashing Forgiveness has deepened your understanding of shame and guilt, but also helped place you on the path to true freedom in Jesus. Your support is so important in helping us share the gospel of Jesus with a hurting world. As a token of our gratitude, we're offering you a free copy of A Path Through Pain by Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. Visit edyoung.com to claim your book and learn more about how you can support Ed Young Ministries. Join us next week as we start a compelling new series titled Adult Children. In this journey, we'll courageously jump into the raw and honest exploration of family dysfunction, seeking insight from the Bible to guide us through challenges and provide valuable solutions for all of us. Stay connected with us at edyoung.com for more enriching content and opportunities to be a part of what God is doing through the Creative Connection. Thanks for listening. Until next time, God bless.